On today's episode of In Conversation, I am joined by the magical Rochelle Love Araku, and we dive deep into the world of motherhood, manifestation, magic, and creation. Rochelle shares with us her own journey in terms of coming to terms with having like some very beautiful uh, gifts, expertise, genius that is outside the realms of tangibility and how she felt in stepping into that space of just embracing her magic and the evidence she kept asking for to show how manifestation was showing up in her life. And so I love this episode because we talk about a lot of things in terms of the challenges that mums and mamas face in terms of being in our truth and how we can drop all of those expectations of like, well, if you didn't free birth, if you didn't do this, if you didn't do this, if you're not feeding a child organically, if you're not and bringing some really long overdue realness from that space of vulnerable love and compassion to the whole journey of being a mother, being in business, creating some amazing things, talking about her phenomenal kids and bringing uh, a a, a sense of um, boldness, humour and fun to our catch-up, not the least of which, as if you'll notice in the start of this episode, I call Rochelle Rachel about five times. And did she even stop me? No, because she is so grounded in who she be that even me calling her the wrong name didn't phase this woman as we stepped into making some magic together in today's episode of In Conversation. I love throwing it back. <laughs> Good morning, Rachel. How are you? I'm really, really well. And I'm so excited to be talking with you this morning, Nat. Me too. Me too. I think this is the first time you and I have had like a an in real life conversation. Isn't it but great? Like, I know it's great, isn't it? But I feel like I know you anyway, you know. I've been following following you for about 18 months now and I feel like I know you. I feel like I, and I see you in lots of places, which I'm like, oh, yeah, this, we're meant to be connected. Yeah. I see I her. Have, I see I, her everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about the online space is that you can be like, oh, I feel like I've already had a relationship with you, but I've never actually spoken uh, to yeah. you. <laughs> So good. So for those of you who know Rachel, obviously she needs no introduction, but for those of you who don't know Rachel, you might like to listen in for a moment. So I'm going to flick to you for you to introduce yourself because I love this. I just asked Rachel, I'm like, do you want me to introduce you or um, is there a way that you would like me to? Oh, no, I'm happy to introduce myself and take the floor. Yes, I love that. Why don't we just, we get to get in a space where we are happy to brag about ourselves. So that's why I'm like, I'll do it. I'm good. I'm good. I've got this. Let me talk. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm Rochelle Love Raku and I, and I own business Realign with Raku and I am a energetics coach and I love working with mums and, and working with them to um, help them discover the magic, their unique magic that's within Mm. them. 
and really bring that out and feel powerful in it because um, we all have such a unique blueprint and yeah. I love helping people discover theirs. And especially during motherhood, I feel like there is a lot of um, pressures in the outside world and, and society norms where we walk away from ourselves for quite a period of time when they're, when they're little. So mm. often we feel completely disconnected from who we are. Yeah. Um, and I love connecting women back to the power and fire that they have within it's it's a, a really fun journey in my life. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It is such a big space, isn't it? And, and particularly in the space of motherhood, I think as women we really, um, we do lose sight of ourselves. Yeah. We yeah. absolutely do lose sight of ourselves, which is like completely part of the process of dropping into motherhood. But it's yeah. also like there's a point, isn't there, where, it's almost like, okay, now you have to come home. Yeah. It gets, you know? I think that's the thing that I, I get to meet women at that point where they're in total um, exha exhaustion and anxiety, yeah. um, anxiety and feeling completely stuck in their life. And there's um, often values that have been placed on, on other things. And because of motherhood, they've had to give it up. Like yeah. one of my biggest um one of my biggest healings was actually recognizing that I resented my children just for being born. And as hard as that is to say openly and yeah. be vulnerable in that, um, recognizing that and being able to release it, release it was huge healing for my relationship yes. with myself. And yeah. because I, I mean, obviously I was not consciously aware that that existed, but I was also beating myself up because it did. Because it, yeah. Yeah. The old double bind. Like the old I'm, double bind. I'm resentful. I don't know why. Hang on, shit. If I acknowledge this, what does this make me? Yeah. 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 And it's like it's a beautiful part. I think that's why I resonate with you so much, Nat, is like yeah. how we can like the messy humanness. Like there's this, this oh. thing out there that spirituality is like all this serious and like you've got to do this and oh, you yeah. do that. Like Hell no. Like the universe has in the my, biggest. In my crop top and my maxi skirt and my <laughs> my perfectly. I'm like, oh, my God, seriously, this is like, can I tell you, this was running around to just look like this this morning was running around for half an hour of like shower, coffee, muesli, quickly put some makeup on. Yeah. And a yeah. really good ring light, you know. Yeah, and really. Then... That's that's the ticket to, to all online. But <laughs> a nice a nice jacket, headband, yeah, like, ring light. You're good. You're good to go. Roll a light on that face. We'll be good. It's good. <laughs> I love it. And imperfect um, timing. I'm not sure if you can hear, but one of my children is banging on the door, which is just how it works in this. Yeah. In this world, I do, I... and it's the humanness, right? Because um, it is. it's 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 how it is and it's like we I feel like there's this this um notion that you have to be in this like zen place and and you know be untouchable mm -hmm. and your children should not bother you and it's like no no no, no they're bother Wait, you're human you're gonna be triggered <laughs> you're gonna be triggered and it's you're gonna have all your stuff come up and yeah it's it's okay and it's beautiful and it's we can find ways to release some of the energy and shame yeah. and and some of that negative energy that allows you to to feel good and have yeah. space enough yeah. to meet yeah. them. Do yeah. you find like when you first start, when women first come to you, what do you find is the biggest challenge of things that they have like either is it letting go, 
I think probably integrating into themselves as like this is actually an oak because I talk about it in terms of the bits of ourselves we see as palatable and the bits that we see as unpalatable. So we're like, got to hide that shit because no one can see it, you know. Yeah. And I, I really think that I'm probably equal parts both, if I'm really honest, you know. Yeah. But I have that's learned okay. it's taken me two years to be like, that's okay. Yeah. That's human. Yeah. It's just it's, that no one else wants to talk about it and you're okay. Yeah. And I think that's the that's one of the biggest things. No one wants to talk about it. But as soon as I say at a party, oh, my God, like, <laughs> yeah. like my kids were nuts and blah, blah, blah. Like everybody's like, oh, my yeah. God, you feel that too? Like, yeah. oh, oh, okay. It's it's the fact is if you're experiencing it, I hundred percent guarantee that 99% of the other mum population have felt that way about their child. Like oh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and like, and not, and wanting to hide it and wanting to do things that's okay too. Like it's how, how do you meet yourself with a level of compassion that you would meet your children if they were having a full blown Nana and and you were in a space where you could hold it and not in your own nana. And not be like. Yeah. And you still love them afterwards, right? Instead of yeah. instead of being um, that, we, oh, my God, now I'm going to punish you because yeah, you've yeah, raised you've your voice. This, and, yeah, you've done this thing. You're yeah. not like now I'm going to abandon you and shame you. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to just yell at you more and more and more about how terrible you are as a person yeah. and as a which is what generally happens in our heads when absolutely something like that happens. happens in our heads yeah i i love to say if you were absolutely perfect and um you could meet your children and be just like so open and like constantly allow them to express and like have all this space if you were that when that even that like we are going to stuff our children up no matter what if you absolutely. were absolutely perfect and they had that experience when they walk out into the big real world they are not going to be able to cope what the hell mum yeah why weren't you angry at me because everybody else why didn't is. you everyone else is like really <laughs> agitated out here i'd like i you know i had this thought about i don't know probably eight months ago where i was looking at my son and you know it's, he's eight turning nine there's this real vulnerability that comes forward at that age in like, yeah. I only have a boy, so I only can speak from the experience of a son, you know. Yeah. And and I really I just, oh, man, it just like totally got me in, in all the feels, you know. And I thought this is so shit at this point because they love you so much. Yeah. But I, I'm like, ultimately I'm the one who's breaking his heart first. Because, Mum, I love you so much, but I'm the one who's like, there's some tough lessons we're learning here, dude, and I am going to have to be the one who, like, does have to enforce some of those, you know. And you're, like, hating me right now, not understanding why, you know. So I'm thinking salute to all the mamas out there because, you know, you generally are the first one who really, it's like your kids get their sense of feeling and love from you. Yep. And that's yep. like, I was like, holy shit, that's a big responsibility. Okay. <laughs> breathe, breathe. <laughs> Don't worry about feeding, housing, clothing. I've got all that. It's this thing about, wow, 
Like you can, you know, don't put your hand on the stove. Don't do that. Don't hit people. Don't, you know. Yeah. But the bit yeah. where you're like, oh, man, I'm actually shaping how he loves in the world is like, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm, me, just gonna, I'm gonna need a moment here. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you're even thinking about that shows that you're already doing a phenomenal job. So I just want to put that out there on the oh, table. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. And as mothers, we're not very good at taking that one either. No. Someone said to me, Your son is a credit to you the other day. And I'm like, damn straight, I know, but do you think I could acknowledge it out loud? I'm like, thank thank you. Well done for opening up to that. Like it's, it's a process. And I think that's, that's the big thing that, um, that I, I love to teach in in working with women is like, it's a process. You know, we've been handed this thing for a very long time and especially in motherhood, but you know, even from growing up, um, receiving compliments or boasting about ourselves is not something we, we were literally told not to do it. And the amount of people who like literally bat away a compliment when you're like, oh, I can bat it away when they, when you, when you compliment them. When you say to someone, like if I said to you, oh, Rachel, I love your headband. Most women would say, oh, this thing I picked it up online for three bucks. Okay. (laughs) I I didn't ask you where you got it. And I, and I didn't say, can you tell me who made it so that I can give them a compliment on how nice it is? Yep. Yeah, I'm complimenting yep. on you for choosing it and how lovely it looks on you. <laughs> yes. And um, I think that's the, the biggest part is we get to open and receive, but it's not something that we're used to. So we don't, it's not necessarily going to be something that you can do straight away. It's something that takes time and takes practice. Yeah. And and so even though it was really uncomfortable, it, you know, you've got to thank you out there. You've built the system that is allowed to receive that much joy into your life. Yeah. Because one of the big things I see, and I, when you asked the question before, what's the biggest thing that you see coming in? Yeah. And it's it's guilt. It's guilt about being anything, right? So a lot of the women that I work with. I mean, with, that's just so great, isn't it? Live your life in guilt about being anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It literally is. It's like, yeah. I, and I know that my own personal journey with it yeah. is that um, if I was here working, yeah. then I yeah. feel guilty because I'm not. 100% present with my children at oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. And then when I'm with my children and I'm thinking about work, then I'm guilty because I'm not doing the work that I want to do that's, you know, for my children and for my family. It was like, no matter what I do, I'm in this space of guilt. You're like, okay, this is not working for me. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, so I love because guilt for me is the ultimate reminder that I'm cock blocking my joys somewhere. It's like, okay, yeah. what love aren't I allowing in right now? Why am I choosing to block yeah. that? And if I, can you hear the like extreme banging in my room? <laughs> this is what I love. They're this really, tr- they're, really easy they're really to trying to get in. They're really trying to get in. We need you, mum. <laughs> we need you, mum. We need you, mum. Yeah. Sorry, and- my son's just been over here at the door thing. I'm just getting ready. Yes. Okay. <laughs> go can i get the shirt off the door yes mine know that now is the time to ask for like snacks or things that i wouldn't normally say yes to because i'll be like yes Yes. and shoot them out the door (laughs) but they're smart right oh yeah i was like journeying with that one the other night i'm like watching my son after dinner a dinner he didn't really like 
And yep. so I love this because he'll sit down and he looks at it and he goes, oh, uh, I'm probably not that hungry, but I'll eat as much as I can. I'm like, I've had this routine before. Here we go. <laughs> you know. Yep. And so the moment I get distracted by something like I'm setting up someone, so I'm messaging, right? He's nearly finished his dinner. I'm finished. I'm sitting there with him. And I just see him get up and walk away from the table. And I'm like, hey, where are you going? You know, I just thought it would be okay. I'm like, oh, you thought I wasn't paying attention. And you thought it would, would not that it would be okay, that it wouldn't be noticed. Guess what? I noticed sit down and finish your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I love that it's like they they just know how to work the system. They're very smart, <laughs> amazing humans. And we've, we've raised them well. So- Look, it's like you. there's just so many nuances in it, isn't it? You're like, we've all seen the meme where we're like, I want my kid to be really independent, but just not with me, you know. <laughs> I always, I always loved my, my um, eldest daughter, my mom, <laughs> my mom used to laugh and be like, I always wanted you to get a version of yourself. I just didn't realise how much I'd be looking out for looking after her. <laughs> Like yeah. I secretly hoped you would get you all along. Thanks <laughs> for man- Thanks for Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for manifesting. <laughs> yes, there we go. Can I use this for my lunch? Yes. Uh, thanks for manifesting that, Mum, and also jokes on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said, be careful what you wish for. Um, it's yeah. different, but for them, isn't it? You know, it's different when you're not so attached to the outcome. Yeah. Grandparents yeah. have like this beautiful, I'm often envious of mine. Look at your beautiful, easy relationship. Oh. And they get okay. to say yes so often. I think that's a beautiful part of grandparentship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the biggest thing for me with, with guilt is like if we recognise that guilt is a place where we are blocking the joy coming mm. through. And stop and have a look. It does shift things if you look for yeah. what's actually beautiful in the moment that I'm missing. Yeah, okay. Mm. So for me, we've just That's been locked down. In, yeah, we've yes. just been locked down in Sydney for yes. 17 100 weeks homeschooling. Years. Yeah. yeah, 100 years and later. Still not like there. Victoria. I love you, Victoria. Um, yes. Good luck. And <laughs> um, it's so when I was in here and I'm feeling guilty because like we're literally in the same house and I've just separated yeah. myself and, and they're out there yeah. homeschooling by themselves. Yeah. And I'm like feeling guilty about it, but I'm like, okay, so what are the positives? What's the love here mm. that I'm not missing? And the fact is my children are amazingly resilient. My children yeah. don't, don't generally knock on the door like that. Yeah. Um, but, and they help each other out. And yeah. if I was out there, they would just be coming to me to do all of that. And it's and actually, also, yeah. It would stop that flow for them too. Yeah. That's yeah. what I liked. This is what I like to tell myself. He's building some valuable skills right now. Yeah. You know? 100%. And it's actually like it's truth though. If I was it out is. there. Hmm. Particularly for boys. Like I watch the nuances between even now when we say we're so gender aware, right, and we're so about, you know, we know we're rejecting the boys will be boys thing, but I've watched the nuances between the way that little girls and little boys are treated and and I do feel for my son because sometimes I'm like, yep, you're out in the deep blue ocean on your own, buddy, learn to swim. Yep. There ain't going to be anyone here to, like, save you, my friend, you know. Yep. But I do really feel like, you know, he's 
abysmally untidy, which triggers the bejesus out of me. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, that's my mother's voice. Okay, we've got some work to do there. That's my mother's voice in my head, you know. Yeah. But I do say to him, I'm like, there's just some stuff, man, that you just have to learn. Yeah. It's called survival skills. I know it seems a bit Bear grillsish ish for you right now, but, you know, like. What is your sense of adventure? Yeah, come on. <laughs> and trust me. His room sometimes looks like it's a set of a Bear grills, you know, like we're going to do some filming in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And um, it's funny in our house, it's very much around energy. So, yeah. um, so for mine, like my youngest has ADHD. If her room's messy, she's like yeah. so crazy. It's yeah. like really important for her to have that, yeah. that clean. But then also her brain works like if I want the shirt, I'm going to pull out every single item of clothing that I have until yes. I find the shirt. So it's like this constant battle of. of <laughs> okay, I understand this. this, but what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, it, and, and and then each child has such an individual thing. Like I've got another child who's, um, she's gorgeous and everything has to be exceptionally like folded to within an inch of its life and ordered I completely. I she can come it. live with it's me amazing. anytime yeah. she likes. We'll get along just fine. No, but I'm then, not, I'm but not then, that pronounced with my tidiness, but yes. <laughs> but then it's an issue because like, because those, that those who have to interact. So it's like, <laughs> the, the energetics of the sisters coming from completely different things and hating each other's style. So. It's so, it must be so beautiful, but watching those relationships at play. Yeah, absolutely. And knowing that that gets to be part of your journey. Yeah. And also knowing that they get to see a mother who's very real. Yep. And yep. what an, you know, what an imprint that leaves on them for their, particularly for girls. Yeah. And for the boys just as much, I think, especially with allowing them to experience the energy, like emote for me, emotions are energy. Yes. Um, and the, I don't like to label the children's emotions because if you get it wrong, then they just don't listen to me for the rest of the, whatever we're talking about. But I'll be like, oh, I can see you having a lot of energy there. Like there's yes. a big, you are processing some big stuff right oh, now. You yeah. need help with it. Yeah. Um, is totally different than going, hey, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I say what's wrong yeah. with you because I'm in a headspace myself where I can't yes. really hold it. No. And I'm okay with that. Like I can't be perfect all the time. I get to be human. I it's know. okay. But, you know, and like if we listen to them, they'll pull us up on that, right? Because yeah. I... I will say, are you okay? And my son looks at me like, what planet are you from? <laughs> Can't you see me right now? <laughs> Do I look okay to you, lady? <laughs> I'm not okay. And <laughs> <laughs> I think to myself, also not the best language to use in asking that question, Natalie. Okay, let's go again. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, that's the beautiful thing. Like uh, it's funny how as moms we try and be um, more than human and then we're raising raising humans, right? So they're going to grow up and they're going to get angry at somebody and they're going to yell at them and they're like, hey, what did mom do in this situation? Oh, she took a few moments, calmed down, and she came back, she apologised and we worked through a different solution. Like, oh, wow, that's a great strategy. Yeah. For your children to learn by mimicking how you do it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, 
um, you know, I think that's the thing that hit me really early on. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this is really, because that was the other thing I was going to say earlier, you know, when we have kids, we're like all of our unresolved stuff, like the first moment that our child encounters something different, if you, if we have live under this rock where we think that's not going to come up and be difficult for us to process, it's like, yep. you know, I, I, you see certain journeys and I think I wonder how much of this actually is your, the from the parent's perspective, not giving themselves permission to actually allow what's there for them, yep. being triggered for them in the situation to come through and be acknowledged, you know, yep. and how much of it actually is what's happening with the child. Yeah. I um, I I often think that, that the children are just messages for ourselves. Like, yes, Absolutely. they have their own journey. Yes. They have their own journey, but they are like giant balls of love and they will highlight yeah. all the areas that you have yes. yet to love yourself. Yes. <laughs> Very well, unfortunately, in cute form. <laughs> but, you know, that is it, right? It's like it's really hard to see kids go through something that's hurting them yeah, or that they're struggling to navigate, you know. Yeah. But even in those moments, I'm like, okay, which part of me is really being touched by this and what's there for me, you know? Yeah. I can be compassionate and I can love him. That's pretty much all I can do, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, contrary to popular belief, our children don't want us to intervene on their behalf so much. Like, he, you know, if something really significant happens and I'm like, I will say to him, just letting you know, I'm probably going to have to let the school know. Yeah. Please, mum, don't. And I'm like, I need you to understand there are some things which we work out together and there are some things which we have to extend the circle for. And this is yeah. one of the, you know. And just just think about that now on, on a like grown-up level, right? So he's, you know, 23 and his partner leaves him and he's feeling like really heartbroken. And yeah. he, he's gone, hey, hold on, when these big things happen in my life, I get to extend the circle to get more support. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I should go see a counsellor. Maybe I should I set should, up things. Yeah, yeah. Because because you put that in place from mm. a very young age. Um, and it's 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 hard to navigate because you do, you want to fix it for our little people. But it's it it is also about allowing them to find the skills that they can use to, later on. Yeah. Which are like like anything, which are particular to them. We as adults, as we were talking about that before, we're still trying to find our way of doing things, you know. Yeah. Then we think we're going to, you know, overlay this way of doing things and that'll be the way that it'll resolve things, for, which just I think we forget. Yeah, I remember when I had Ryan, I was like late having, as in older, having him. So I was 41. God. Yeah, I was 41 when I had him. 41 turning 42 that year, I think. And, but my close circle of friends, like my two closest friends that had kids really young. So yep. their kids were adults, right? Yeah. And my other, my extended circle of girlfriends, none of them had kids. They were all career, you know, career, career. Um, yeah. And one of my, you know, career girlfriends, she's like, look, I don't mean to sound terrible. It's just that we don't know how, we don't do babies, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. I looked at her and I said, That's surprisingly, because you were one once and a child and a teenager, and yeah. now you're an adult. Yep. They're just, 
and and you know I'm like looking at it like wow am I actually having to explain this I am okay because you know they're a smaller version of a human right they're just, they're just <laughs> compact humans and they have a lot of needs am I really having to explain I am having to explain this right now okay yep okay yeah yeah and I think that's it's beautiful um, in that everybody has such a different and unique journey and then you don't know why that person's having to reject that or say that you know um, because part of their journey might have been that they wanted you know you just don't know the story yeah. behind them and so for them they're like okay I'm not even going to go look at babies because that reminds something me something happens here something. for me yes yeah yeah which I mean eight years ago I'd, I'd done a landmark course and probably watched them Oprah you know probably had like some exposure to Dr. Phil. That was about it for me, you know. Mm, mm. That would have been my extent of, you know. <laughs> personal development world extent. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. No, there's nothing like children to get you like into the personal development world and that, that because there is that idea of what you want parenting to look like and oh, how yeah. it should feel. Yeah. And yeah. then um, and then we're also handed this set of conditioning that is totally against uh, us feeling that way like you know that we have to give give everything of ourselves and like do it all alone because yeah. that proves that no we're a really good mom and you're a valid woman yeah and don't have any of the feelings that are very real that everybody no, has none of them nobody talks about them no. and so then there's a whole big level of shame and guilt that happens and they're really low vibe emotions like literally yeah. If you measure the emotion, it's a really slow vibrational emotion, emotion. and it stores in our body because we don't talk yes. about it. Like we're in and out beings and we get to we release the energy that's there. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm not, and look, I believe it's really important to acknowledge our emotions as they come up, right? Yeah. But I also think it's important to have like an emotional hygiene practice, right? So where, because I, for me too, I'm like, wow, where did that come from? Sometimes I'm not aware of what's building behind me, you know. Yep. So I will like, it's been once a week lately, do a little bit of a like a rage release. I will yeah. sting, you know, like I will put something and really belt it out, like just open up that throat chakra, you know. Yeah. I will take I- a moment to do something that is pleasurable, you know. Yeah. Yep. I will move my body like those things. And that doesn't, I'm not saying go for a run or a 60 minute walk or whatever, but even if it's just dancing, just get some, yeah. you know. Absolutely. And I think one of the, the things I love the most about all of the examples you gave was like singing and dancing is actually, it's also you expressing who you are. Yes. Like it's, it's um, unavoidable to express who you are when you're in the singing or you're dancing, like it's showing part of who you are. Right. And I, and that's one of the things that we miss so much. Yeah. in It's like, Oh, I've got to be all these other things that I'm told that I need to be. Yes. Um, and so and your, your, your body has this natural way of, of finding the right. And I mean, I just trust this implicitly. Right. I'm like, I know my body knows what it needs. I just trust it. And so I've noticed even when I'm singing now, if I, because I love to belt it out, you know, just like yes. quite, won a few karaoke competitions in my day, you know. Yes. But I noticed when I hit a certain octave, which I really would love to, I must look into this. When I sit, hit a certain octave, I get really emotional and I'm like, ah, what's there something else opening up there? Yeah. That is like really releasing like it's yeah. really and that's like I mean if and I don't question these things now I'm like are oh, there something that needs to be moved let's just let it move you know yep. 
Yep. Don't don't let the brain get in front of trying to figure out what it is. Let's just let the let's let the feeling be, you know. Yes. Move it and through. I, I love that because so often in in the women I work with it's we've become so in our head about everything and it's about getting them back in touch with their body and their intuition and their unique way and yeah. and trusting that because we we look outside of ourselves so often, especially yeah. in that process, because we don't see it. Like it's not no. like it's not like cave people days where all the women would gather around and help and we kind yeah. of we see what happens. We yeah. we're in the in the clan together. We're very separated now. And and we don't want to talk about things because no. there's that level of shame and then we store that shame as well. Yes. So it's it's this big um, Yeah. Or then we seek something completely outside of ourselves to dull the connection to the feeling yeah and because you're like i'm not i'm not feeling well i better go oh that person tells me that that's the right thing yeah i'm gonna go do that and yeah. try it out and it's it's exactly the same as what you're talking about with your business um post the other day where yeah. it's like i'm going out and i'm gonna try all these different strategies i'm gonna um, learn this from this person this from this person it's exactly the same in parenting yeah and then and then you're like find out that you're even more lost because we haven't actually gone, Hey, what's happening for me? Like yeah. what makes me feel good? What do I actually need right now? Yeah. Um, I remember being asked by a counselor I was seeing at the time, like mm. asked what my values were. And I literally had to go home <laughs> and Google what a value was. I'm laughing. I, I had question. this big conversation with one of my best friends last night and we were talking about like some stuff and, and I was saying, you know, with some work that I'm doing, I'm like, you would be surprised when you ask women, well, because we're talking about relationships and I'm like, it's really easy to put one lens over a relationship. It just doesn't work. You know, like you've got a, your values might be this, your partner's values might be that. And your friends who you're sharing the stories of your romantic or intimate issues with their values could be completely different. So when you're saying, I love this thing my partner does, and your acts of service, or that really resonates for you. But your friend is like gifts and yeah. that shitty cup of tea that you're part yeah. of, like, is it like, means what, nothing. what the fuck, get rid of him, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, and I was, and she's like, oh, it's very true. And I said, you know, I asked in a group, in one of the groups I'm facilitating at the moment, I said, like, do you know what you want? And blank. And then I said, you know, do you know, what are your highest values? And see, I can remember being that too, like you. Yeah. What do you mean yeah. values? What are values? Can someone <laughs> ty typing in the chat to a friend of mine in the group, what are values? What are we talking about right <laughs> now? What is this? What, what is, is this? this thing? What, I have my own values? It's not my family? Know. Yeah, no, I, I, get, I get to decide what my medicine is. Yeah. What do I need in my world? Do I get to decide what that looks like? Yeah. 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 Um it's a, it's amazing the journey. I and I and I love being able to connect women back to that part of themselves where they can um they can feel more at home again because it's it's such a big thing that happens during can I just during wait. motherhood. I'm just going to take a moment here just for one second if that's okay. Yeah. Go I just for have it. my my colleague here needs some needs an answer. <laughs> Okay, it's only 25 past seven and I'll, I'm going to be off soon and I'll help you finish your lunch. I finished Okay. Okay. It's the best. I love it. We've been working on lists. 
like things we need to do to get yep. ourselves ready. Yep. Um, mainly because he's like got this, you know, when you love something and you want to do it all the time. Yeah, the iPad. Yeah. He loves ga- <laughs> gaming. He loves gaming. Yeah. Which I get. I totally get it. I'm like fully embracing it, whatever it is. I've got to learn more about it to understand it. Yep. Instead of rejecting it, it's something he loves and I will honor what he loves, right? Yep. But I'm like, also, dude, um, there's other things we need to do in life before we immerse ourselves into the gaming world. Yes. Yep. Yep. So that was that what that was. I've done all these things. I've packed my lunch. I've done this, you know. It's a great motivator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give me something you love. Share with me what you love. <laughs> I always remember my my three, <laughs> opposite, opposite, but I always remember my three-year-old coming in and going, Mom, you're so fat. And I go, oh, really? Um, you know, I actually love my body exactly the way yeah. it is. Thank you, darling. <laughs> and she's like, well, what else don't you like? And I was like. Wow, you've really got this thing down pat at three. Like, oh. give me more ammunition I can throw back at you. <laughs> I can't believe you've really got that concept nailed. Like, and I'm not giving you anything. Sorry. That is amazing. I was really impressed. <laughs> I was trying Where not to is laugh. Your Achilles heel, mum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else do you like about yourself? So I can get you with there. Me. What, how are you feeling today, mum? Little bit vulnerable. <laughs> I just want to share you with that me. Maybe you still haven't worked through. Can you let me know about that story? <laughs> I want to bring that up all the time. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that is amazing. I love her. Yeah, girl, boy, girl, girl, definitely yeah. girl, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she's onto it. She's onto it. She's gorgeous. So. She's we were talking about before rejecting part or or not acknowledging parts of ourselves before we got on. You were talking about how you are really embracing the part of yourself, which is very much works in the energetic space. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. What I do you like- what do you like? I'm gonna use the buzzword of the conscious spirituality business community. What yep. modalities are you working in right now? I think this is the the biggest thing I'm um, and it's been interesting my journey into this and I yeah. realized the I realized it's only recently that I realized why I had so much hesitation still sitting in it was because yeah. all of the other things that I've done in my life I've studied for six years or you know yes. four years and I know my craft inside and out it's the same <sighs> coaching I know it like I I know what I'm doing when I'm in that situation mm-hmm. And when it comes to um, like I, I do psychic readings online, yeah. I, I do readings for people. When it comes to that and opening up to that part of myself, yeah. first of all, um, it was really rejected by my family when I was when I was young. So there's yeah. that whole trigger we were just talking yeah. about. <laughs> what and do you society. do? Something you guys don't support. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, even good. now. Yeah. And even now Christmas, when I was like Christmas lunch is going to be amazing this year. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny now because I have people who are like no or they just won't even watch or it's like this fun oh it looks like a fun phase that she's going through hopefully that'll finish soon. Um <laughs> I think a- I think my family thought that about my online and my coaching I'm like nah, it just gets more amplified kids. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. 
stay tuned. Anything else you didn't want to know, I'm going to share with you. <laughs> yeah. I messaged my brothers and sisters about six months ago. I was like, I'm just letting you know it's going to get real weird. Like from here on out, it's going to yeah. get real weird. They were like, aren't you already real weird? Like <laughs> I love, I love when I've, every time I've like come on and I've been like, hey, this is the part of me. They're like, yeah, we know. Like, yeah. do you not know? Oh, have you, have you, you're, you're late you to the party. Know. Welcome. <laughs> Which is hilarious because often in um I have a group called Awakening the Woo and yes. we're working with them. Which I love. I love that name, by the way. Yes, Awakening it's so woo. good. It, it came to me. Um, I love that. And when I was working with them and I was doing something and all of a sudden the the first call, like I'm talking to them and I'm, I'm going, okay, we'll do this. And then I was like all of a sudden realized that they didn't realize that they were at the level that I can see that they're at. You know, ah, like that they're really tapped in. They're yeah. very psychic. Like, yeah, they, or their gifts are so obvious. But I didn't realize that they didn't know it. So it was like, actually, <laughs> oh, I've got to, I've got to revise my my core structure to get a little bit of self trust and self exploration in there before we get to that stuff. So it was, it was really cool because it's that's part of what it is, you know. Yeah, and yeah. um, it's a very interesting space to be in because there is no like. You, logically you can't explain it and I come from a very yeah. science science background where it's, there's a lot oh, now yes. there's a lot of research that backs yeah. it up absolutely now I just say to people when they don't understand I'm like there's a guy called Dr Joe Dispenza he's really palatable he talks about quantum physics in the field yep go and explore that for a moment and then we'll talk yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, and I think that's the big thing is um, it's, it's all about bringing that unique medicine out. And we've yeah. talked about that on the journey. And for me, um, not doing it. So for me, like ignoring that all of this stuff was coming through um, led me to a place where I was like, I was really cranky and like yeah. rage monster whenever anything happened. And I was really, if my children wanted my attention, I was like, or energy, I yes. was like very resentful of them because yeah. I didn't have any of it. Um, and coming back to myself and opening up those those um, gifts and just playing, like so much just playing in that um, has allowed me to come to a space where everything flows so much easier. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, there's a moment, especially if you're having, and right now so many people are opening up, like there's so <laughs> much stuff coming through and it's scary at the beginning. Yeah. You think you're going crazy. Um you know, especially if you think you're seeing things or you're getting messages, like there's a big part of, we were talking before about like how, you know, one filter can be, you know, if your friend has that, that filter yeah. of, of her being active love or whatever, but if your filter is um, like, I'm afraid of that because you've yeah. been taught to be afraid of it when you're a yes. child, that when yeah. the energy is coming in, it's going to be scary. And it's, it's like teaching people tools where they can feel, um, really at home in themselves so, and yes, know that they're safe. Yeah. Yeah. And trust I themselves. Think that's it, isn't it? It's like I think at the bottom of everything, when we're inviting something new in or changing something, it's like being able to just at least give, even if it's only illusionary, and I say that, I don't know if that's the right word I want to use, but even if it's only very... Um, a very finite amount. It's just enough safety for someone to take the step, right? Yep. You know, yep. there's a kid's movie. and oh God, I use this a bit and I wish, I'm going to have to Google this movie now. Ryan and I watched it ages ago. 
these two kids, brothers, they go on this big adventure. They're living in like a time where there's kind of like unicorns and, but it's in the future, right? So you can have a unicorn, but the brother's obsessed yep. with medieval times. Yeah. And they've got to do something because they can bring their dad back who died years before for this moment in time and see their dad, right? Yeah. And there's this part of this movie where they, there's this massive ravine and the only way they can, and one brother has the gifts, right? These yep. gifts these psychic sort of manifestation, like esoteric, Creative. energetic gifts, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's a Disney movie. I thought it was great. It had so many great messages in there. I'm pretty yeah. sure Disney wasn't aware of them. But anyway, you know, um, but they've got to get across this ravine, right? Yeah. And the brother with the gifts isn't convinced that he has the gifts, doesn't trust them. Yeah. And the brother that really wants the gifts, who's like the medieval buff and all the rest of it, you know, he's like giving him the talk. Yeah. All we have to do is believe that you can do it. All we have to do is put one foot out and see that this invisible bridge is there and that we're going to cross on this invisible bridge, which you're creating. This is how we're going to do it, you know. And I just loved it. I'm like, there you go. Like, just put one foot out. Just trust yourself enough to put one foot out. I'm like, yeah. So many metaphors in that. So many. Now I'm going to have to Google this movie. I really would love to because I feel like we get to add that to the list of movies for sure. Yes. Yeah. It's great. It is great. I I thought it was a great message too to show kids, you know, here's something that's outside of outside of any experience that you will be shown. Yeah. But can also be very real. Very real. I mean, my, my full belief is that we create our reality with our thoughts and our feelings and our values. Absolutely. All of those so it's all changeable. <laughs> it's all changeable. And we get ourselves, we get ourselves in the way. Like, yes, that's, that's everything that we create. We're, we're fighting for um, everything in our reality. Um, so it's, it's all changeable and it's all shiftable. And I think that's um the beauty of the work that I do is seeing that in motion. Like if we we go back on a timeline with somebody and shift something that's happened for them in their childhood and see the reality and what shifts for them and them going, Oh my God, that was everywhere. That lens I put up of like, um, of I'm not good enough is like the classic lens that's there for everybody or the moment where they've rejected themselves and took another person's opinion and worried about what everybody else thought over themselves from there on um it's really powerful work and it makes me it's um, i'm just so lucky to be able to do it because it's given me such an expanded awareness yeah in in my life and how much how in control we actually are yeah and um and and if we're not feeling that it's beating ourselves up about it is not the way to move forward it's like going hey i'm a i'm a bomb mom and i do amazing things and I obviously just don't have this skill set to get past this hurdle that I'm feeling. Yeah. At the yeah. And to, you know, to just, um, we're so good at giving compassion to everyone else. And we try and teach our kids how to receive things, you know, how to really let things land and experience them. Yep. And I, I suppose my biggest thing with with that is it's like you're, you're but a mirror for them. So you can be saying this thing, right, and that's what it will seem like. If your energy 
if your energy is I I am shut off and kids feel that shit, man. Yeah. So they know you don't have to speak those words to them, you know. Yeah. But if you're trying to, you know, guide your kids and you're saying one thing and your energetic imprint is different, yep. heads up, they're going to take the energetic imprint. Yeah, they learn to read that before anything else. They don't know language. Yeah. They don't know anything other than the energy in the room. And exactly. and you you have no idea. Like well, I take people back and they go into the womb and they're hearing like yeah. conversations that their parents had in the yeah. womb. And it was that that made them go, okay, I'm going to come out. I'm going to make sure that I'm small and I'm always right and I'm a good girl so that I don't, because they don't want me. So I want to be really, really good. Where it wasn't even a, like, it was a conversation around that that the parents had, but it wasn't like there was full love, but they've, yeah. they've heard it in yeah. utero. Like, yeah. it's amazing what happens. Yeah. 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 It's such a, um, I, you know, like I talk about this with the women in my body acceptance stuff and I'm like, you know, women who are like, what happens when people say things to you? And I'm like, well, this this is going to be hard to hear, but let's just go here. Yep. You're, when someone says something to you that is is hurtful or judgmental about your body, it only hits and stings if that still exists within you. Yeah. And if your energy, I was describing this the other night and I was saying, I don't get a lot of, even for the amount of, um, like I share a lot of stuff, you know, and even for the amount of stuff I share, I rarely get hate or kickback, you know. Yeah. And I was, you know, really pondering this the other night and I'm like, it's just because energetically I'm just not a space for it. I'm just not a space for it. I'm not, you know. Yeah. I'm happy to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone, you know, yeah. because generally we go into this with such big perceptions about what the other person is trying to achieve anyway, Yep. that when we have the uncomfortable conversation, it's like, well, I didn't know there was nowhere near what I was meaning, you know, yep. hang on, what, what triggers of mine have I brought in here, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm like, but energetically, I'm like, I'm just not a space for it. I'm a space for sharing and love and compassion and seeing things that are possible for us, you know. Yeah. And it's beautiful that that's what you receive back because that's yeah. what stand you are in the world. Yeah. yeah. And that's and it's exactly what I'm talking about like that's that's who you are and that's the beliefs that you held and so that's what you see in your reality because yeah. they're your lenses. Absolutely. I always feel like my work is just like getting the lens and like clearing it off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, like when you're at the optometrist and they go, try this one, try this one, try that <laughs> yes. you're on the machine. Try that. Is this you one better? Clearly better how worse. amazing you are. Better worse. Good. Better worse. Yeah. You're <laughs> hey, amazing. Put this like point. your shit hot lens on. Look, yeah. there you go. Better there you worse. Go. No? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about that lens? Why don't you wear that lens around for a while? It's going to be bright and it's going to be confronting for just a little bit. But after that, the world is going to look yeah. 10 times better. <laughs> You know, a much richer experience here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So what else do you want to, what else do you want to share with people today? I just really want to, I just want to really inspire people to um, 
we're we're designed very much to have an amazing and joyous life and our souls are designed to take us there and our human experience and our brain and the way that we think is beautiful and it's also what gets in the way and so what I'd love to share is um, if you're feeling really stuck and you're feeling really stagnant and you're feeling like not you, then find somebody who resonates. It doesn't have to be me, but if you want to follow me, I'd love to um, love to experience your energy in my Anyone? field. Yeah. You should, by the way. <laughs> but find somebody that you resonate with mm. who um, is living a life that you that you feel resonates with you and just see what they're doing that's different yeah. and, and make a shift you don't yeah. have to continue feeling that way and it's um it's a choice it's all a choice and it gets to be done with love of yourself because everything's perfect everything happens exactly as is god does not make mistakes and you get to go easy on yourself and um if you are having some amazing, crazy, awesome spiritual things coming out for you in, in your m- life at the moment, then please get in touch with me, especially if it's a bit scary because yeah. um, it is a time where so many people are awakening and um, you get to find out how powerful you are and how safe um, everything Absolutely. is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also too like we can shape that experience, right? 100%. We can shape that experience through, yep. you know, it's everything's an invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Everything in your life is there by invitation. And if there's something that you don't like, then withdraw you the invitation. Tell it to go away. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the biggest things I teach is like, you know, if it's coming through and you don't like it, tell it to F off. Like, yeah. You don't have to have it around. You can say, no, not ready. Not ready. It be the message. Yeah. You're in control. You are so in control. I was sharing with you before we jumped on how like sleep is one of the, or dreams are one of the ways in which, you know, things happen beyond the the veil for me. And I'm like, the last few nights of my, I'm really struggling to grasp this thing that's happening with me and in my business, right? Showing up in my business. So I'm like, where is this within me? Okay. So I'm really, I could use some help. Can you guys please show me what is here? You know, so yeah. night one, I get shown. Uh, relationships as in intimate relationships I'm like okay still too big a bridge for me to draw a conclusion from here right I don't understand that we're not talking about that and I get everything touches it this is the conversations I'm having in my head with my highest you know my 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 channel to my higher self that's too big a bridge for me to have that I want to be really specific this is what (laughs) I'm looking for and that's the biggest Again. thing, right? You could just so say, I, I wanted, I need a different way. You just I need show a different, me a different way. way. So I wake up at about, I think it was 4.16 and I'm like, oh, yes. And and because, you know, I'm half asleep still in that, you know, that state, I'm like, I should yeah. write this down. And then, of course, I've gone back to sleep. And I've woken up this morning and I'm like, just lying there doing a little check-in, little gratitude, grateful to be, you know. And I'm like, also, what was what came through last night and I'm like mother god I can't remember (laughs) so I'm like also not meant to know right now also that gets to be perfect perfectly frustrating but also perfect yep yeah yeah and it's exciting I'm excited to hear when that finally drops that it's gonna be you're gonna be like Rochelle guess what (laughs) I got the thing I got the thing (laughs) uh now i 
would love to know like what you know for people who have really resonated with you today like what are you doing at the moment how can they be more in your space what's what have you got happening yeah at the moment I have um an amazing group that's starting in November called Awakening the Woo 2.0 oh I love Um, it Awakening the Woo it's um it's such a magical space to be in there was so much of me that was like who am I to hold this and to do this but the fact is it's not me anyway. It's what's coming through within within exactly. the amazing Good humans. Good question that, to ask yourself. Who am I? Yeah. Not you. <laughs> not the other person, um, which is great. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's beginning at the end of November. And I also yeah. work one-on-one with people. So you can follow Beautiful. me at Realign with Raku um, or look for me at Rochelle Love Raku. And yes. um, I would love to... Um, have you in my energetic vortex and and Beautiful. reach out to me, DM me. I'm a human. I love chats, I as you can probably tell. Yes, exactly. And as and on that note, I just want to add: when someone says reach out to me, DM me, that that's a permission slip. Yeah, because Rochelle would have amazing boundaries. Yeah, and if she's not a space to receive a message, here's the thing: she I'm won't receive her. the message. That's it. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And Facebook, Instagram? Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Both. Both, both. on the IG. Yeah. Righto. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you so you much so for much. having me. I've loved having you on today. Thank you so much. It's been my absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm super excited to be able to have a, a conversation after feeling like I know you already. So it's great. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Righto. Hang on. Thanks so much for joining me today for this episode of In Conversation. If you've enjoyed today's episode, then duck across to our full podcast series and grab another episode. If you are interested in following us or finding out more information about the work that I do, jump across to Facebook. I am Nat Quirk on Facebook and on Instagram, I'm Nat underscore Quirk. You can't miss me. We also love to hear your feedback and commentary. And if there's any questions you have, feel free to drop us an email at hello at natquirk.com or jump across onto one of our social media channels and message us that way. Thanks so much for joining us again today. It's been a pleasure to have you and I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode of In Conversation.